You are listening to the North Shore 9 Podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, make sure to watch NS9 Live every Thursday on Twitch and help support by becoming a patron. Let's go Bucks! Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Um, Jim Rosati here, Northside Notch, um, joining me as always here on NS9 Live is Tyler, Wags to Hopeless. Tyler, how you doing tonight? What's up, Jimbo? I'm here. No baseball. There's really no football on tonight either. I'm not counting that. Yeah, I've got the game on right in front of me. It doesn't look like it's been all that entertaining so far. Um, but yeah, off day in between um, games two and three of the World Series. Um what are your thoughts? Two games so far were tied up, 1-1. If I'm being honest, I find this brand of baseball incredibly boring. I know our friend Hammer and Hank tweeted it last night. Strikeout, walks, home runs. Strikeout, walks, home runs. Man, that's why I am just so bored of this right now. It, and also the Pirates are nowhere to be found, and they're just useless, but... This brand of baseball does nothing for me. So there is a lot of, yeah, three true outcomes, right? Like you're either striking out, walking, or hitting a home run. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see here. Yesterday, one, two, three. 15 strikeouts four, by the five Dodgers, home I believe. Yeah, so there were seven, yeah, 22 strikeouts total last night, um, and then five home runs. So – yeah, oh, that was that's a lot. <laughs> fifteen strike. I didn't even realize the fifteen strikeouts until you just pointed that well, out. Fifteen by the Dodgers. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean that's that is a substantial amount of strikeouts. Um, Rays struck out. Let's see here, seven times. But uh, yeah, no, I and, and I brought this up with um, I brought this up. You know, maybe it was a week ago, but I really just don't like you know how especially from a pitching standpoint, that's, that's kind of my main thing is just all the bullpen changes, like all the yeah. pitching changes just messes with the messes with the flow of the game. Mm. I mean, even the, I mean, the, the Rays won yesterday. Blake Snell was cruising and he didn't even get through five innings. Yeah. You know, I mean, he only went four and two thirds innings. The Rays used, Rays used five pitchers yesterday. The Dodgers used seven pitchers yesterday. Um, the game was barely it barely squeaked in before before midnight. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I know I that people always complain about kids not being able to watch the games because they start so late and they're so long. <laughs> the World Series games, especially, they start too late for me. I'm in bed. I'm tired. No, I mean I hear you. Like, how many people? Because I mean, it's not like this is a one game thing, right? Like, if this no. were the Super Bowl and it was one game, then it's like okay. I'll stay up and watch this whole thing. But this is a seven-game series, and you're expecting people on the East Coast to stay up until midnight to finish these games. And um, no, I'm with you. It's it's hard to do. Like, not everybody can stay up until midnight. And also, who cares about the West Coast? I don't care if Dodgers fans can't watch their team because they're at work. 
we're the important coast. Liz, I think it's like 75% of the world of the country's population lives in the Eastern time zone. So you do have something there. Um, yeah, most, most of the country lives in the Eastern time zone. Um, no, but I think, I think you bring up a good point. Um, game starts late, you know, there's eight o'clock start, you know, I guess it is five o'clock, you know, eight o'clock is generous. For the Dodgers. Yeah. It's not really starting until like <laughs> eight, 10, eight, 15. Gotta give the networks their time to get their previews in. Um, but I think really more than anything, it's just all the constant pitching changes too. It just doesn't help. Right. Yeah. I mean, an eight o'clock game should typically hopefully be done by 11 and these are not done by 11. Yeah, I'm putting my casual baseball fan hat on. I understand all this is good for the game, the walks, the home runs, the pitching change. I understand it's good for the team, I should say. Um, It's the smart way to do things as we're going, I guess. I don't enjoy watching it. I really don't. Playoff baseball used to be entertaining to me. It's no longer entertaining to me. I think it's entertaining, like, when the home runs happen. Like, yeah, if they're, like, maybe. you know, they're, they're big home runs, you know, like when Bellinger hit that home run in the eighth inning of game seven of that NLCS, and he you know, threw his bat down and stared at it and took a few steps walking it. Like, that was fun. Um, so I, I think it just kind of depends. You're right. But, you know, a game one or a game two where you just see not a whole lot of balls being put in play, I, I could see – I said, and I think that's – that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. But I, I think, I think baseball, I'm, I'm just grumpy. That's what it is. No, I think you bring up a good point. Like, I think baseball does have a ball and play issue, like where there aren't enough balls actually being put in the field of play. The balls that are being hit are going over the fence. And then oh, there's, a, there's too many at bats that are ending with balls not being put in play. It's not fun to watch. And you want to talk about the hitters that are three true outcomes? Talk about a three true outcome pitcher. That's Tyler Glass now. Yeah, and let he, me say, I enjoy watching him fail. I know it's not nice to say, but I don't want the guy to succeed. I think he's soft. <laughs> I think he's just his stuff is nasty. I like and I enjoy watching him pitch. Um, I do not. Well, yeah, that's that's you. <laughs> that's you. You're you're in the minority there. I think a lot of people like watching Tyler Glass now pitch. I do not. I think he's soft. I don't like watching him nibble whenever he has that stuff. <laughs> but all right, so we're tied at one through two games, right? Um, you know, by the time the next time next time we're talking, the next uh, Thursday episode, World Series will be over. Um, what is what's your prediction? What do you think? What do you think happens? The Dodgers have to do it eventually, right? Well, and this is this is the prime year to do it. The Rays aren't outrageous. They're not running into a buzzsaw this year. Then again, they didn't run into one last. Well, I don't know. I I just feel like they have to do it this year. This is the year. <laughs> so you think this is Do- it's Dodgers? That way we can always look back and be like, oh, well, you won that year. That didn't count. Put 60 games. So I'm with you. I do think I do think it counts. Like I'm not – I don't know. I think it counts. But No, it counts I, if the Pirates would have won it. But I do think it's I do a, think the Dodgers win. I think it's going to be close, though. Like I, I think this is going to be a close series. The Rays are very talented, um, and especially if they can get to their bullpen with a lead, which you know, depending on the Dodgers, you know, if they're starting Bueller or, or Kershaw, it seems like it's you know working out for them. 
there's a lot of times though they're going with May and, and May hasn't really looked great this year, the, this postseason. Gonsolin got knocked out after an inning and a third yesterday. So I think um, I think this series will go at least six games. But like you mentioned, I think the Dodgers have to take it eventually just because of how deep they are. And their offense is so good that, you know, I mean, eventually, like, I mean, the Rays have a really nice pitching staff, but somebody's going to hurt you in that Dodgers lineup because there's just so many quality hitters back to back to back. Um, I think the Dodgers, if I'm making a prediction, I'm saying Dodgers in six. And also, I just can't hand away Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now World Series because after that Astros World Series, I can't do that again for Pirates fans. Well, you know what What I find a little bit interesting there, and I'll talk about that a little bit, is I forget who – someone tweeted out that, you know, the Rays were carried to the World Series by Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now. And like, was like 190. Right, I was like, Austin Meadows – Glass now had a 4 of 6 ERA. I was like, Austin Meadows has <laughs> had an awful year. He's had a terrible postseason. He didn't even play in the first round. He was hurt. Tyler Glass now has looked – I mean, if you look at his game-by-game results this year, they've not been good – especially in the postseason. Like, Glasnow is not the reason why the Rays are where they're at right now. Um, so I, I found that that tweet a little interesting and funny because, you know, the Rays aren't here because of those two guys. Like, those two guys are on they're the not. team, but those aren't the reasons why they're here. They're, they're here because of, you know, you know, Brandon Lau had an amazing regular season. Um, Arosa Arena is just having an unreal postseason. But, you know, you've got, you've got these other guys. Um, it's not necessarily those two, but – I understand the frustration for Pirates fans. I mean, I get it. Um, I just can't deal with another off season of what could have been. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have that forever though. As long as, as long as these guys are good. So I don't think that trade, I don't think the trade is ever going to go away. Like people are going to be haunted by that for a while. Sure are. It is what it is though. Um, we also got our producer lurking in the background, Denardo. We both kind of chimed in with our predictions. With a we're at one one right now. What uh, what do you think is going to happen here next few games? I think both teams are going to play well, and I hope they do. I hope they're happy. Back to you, Jim. <laughs> both teams play well and hope they're happy. Well, only one. Hope they're happy. Only <laughs> only one team's gonna. Only one team's gonna enjoy themselves and be happy at the end of this. I hate to tell you. So, um, <laughs> one team is not going to enjoy the outcome. <laughs> um. All right. So that's our World Series talk. There. Game three is tomorrow. Um. I haven't even looked to see. Do we know who the you know who this, the the probable pitchers are. I haven't really looked. Let me get that here for us nope. here. So great Walker, baseball podcast here. Walker Bueller and Charlie Morton. So Walker Bueller yes, right. versus Charlie Morton tomorrow night, eight oh eight on Fox. So that'll be some Friday night baseball for us. Game three. Um, but yeah, that'll wrap up kind of our World Series talk there. Um, I think next on the list we're gonna do some. Uh, now, how about Denardo? You want to you want to introduce this topic? All right, I guess I could uh, go ahead and introduce it. So, one thing we're going to do, I mean, obviously, if you've been following the NS9 Live for the past few years, we've been doing it. You know, it's, it's kind of been like post game reaction, but in the off season, you know, we get kind of weird and and do some crazy things. So, 
Tyler's actually the one that kind of brought this idea of doing like a Mount Rushmore. Um, I won't get into his first idea of what he wanted to do as far as a Mount uh-huh. Rushmore. But <laughs> so tonight we're going to do uh, a little something pretty cool. We're going to do our top, basically our what, favorite songs. Correct. And then Twitter will vote on the winner of who had the best route, Mount Rushmore. And yeah, so like with that said, we're going to do this, what, like auction? Or I'm sorry, like snake draft style? Yeah, so I don't know how we want to start it. We didn't really determine this draft order. Yeah, I didn't do that either. Let's uh... rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Let's do it live on air. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I'll start. I'll start. I'll go. Yeah, so, I mean. Um, so the, I kind of tackled this in a way. That, so there's four there would be four songs on a Mount Rushmore, right? Of, of music. I kind of tackled it. These are, these are my favorite songs. So by no means am I saying these songs are any good, really. Because they're not necessarily all that great, but these are just my favorite songs. And I chose to do it in a way that like four songs from four different genres, you know? So I, that's, that's, that's just kind of the way that I tackled it. I would love um, to hear what these genres are. So first off, as you guys know, I, I live. What in, is the uh, first overall pick? So the first <laughs> overall pick, um, it's going to be a country song. Okay, I like it. All right, um, and this song just the reason why I picked this song is it's just like my favorite song to just chill in a lake, get drunk, drink a beer in the summer. Um, so I'm going with uh, with Jake Owen and uh, "Summer Jam" by Jake what Owen. Terrible pick. That is my pick. What a terrible pick. Love it. You're f- you live in Kentucky. You know how many better country artists there are? Oh, there's tons of better country artists. I'm just telling you what my favorite song is. Well, he's not pandering. He's not going to win on the graphic. That's for sure. So that's mine. That's my first choice. Like you're, I honestly, whenever you say country music, I thought you're going to go off the rails and go Tyler Childers. Nope, I'm going mainstream. Jake Owen. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right, so, Nardi, so you want to go? You want me to go next? Summer Summer Jams by Jake Owen is the first Some, overall pick. Summer in, Jam. Summer Jam. That is the first overall pick in the. North Shore Nine favorite songs. You got it. You know, I probably should be writing this down as a producer as well. So you said Jake like, Owen? Yeah. That's, Jake Owen. That's the equivalent of taking Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I actually accidentally put Dumber Jam. So that's a Dumber right. Jam. <laughs> it, it was not actual autocorrect. Actually, it did. It's an, corrected it it's too. an excellent jam. It is an dumb. excellent song. Whatever. It's a great song. I, <laughs> I, I, I bet you to jump into a lake with a I'm beer, not telling you I don't like the song. And not say it's great. I enjoy the song. It's a nice one to sit on the, on the porch with a beer exactly. during the summer. Is it a favorite song? No. Well, those are, that's one of my favorite things to do. So you know, it just goes hand in hand. Nardo, you can take the number two pick. All right. 
So I guess I'm up next. Um, all right. So yeah, yeah, this was tough. Now, first off, I thought it was five songs until Logic said, um, you know, Mount Rushmore's four. So thank you for that, Jim. I had to net this down to even four songs. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I mean, four favorite songs. I feel like there's at least 150 of my favorite songs out there. Um, so this is really tough for me. So like how Jim expressed it, I kind of felt like, well, for one, it's all based on mood. I mean, music is all mood and nostalgia and such. So I figured, do I want to go different genres? And I kind of did a little bit. I mean, if you look behind me, and people probably already realize this, like I'm a big hip hop head in a sense. I, I love hip hop, but I love actually all kinds of music. So I felt like, you know what? It's got to be something lasting. It's got to be something that is more meaningful and such. Right. I'm going to go with my number one overall pick, which I don't know if it would make you wonder why or what. It's a really good song. I don't think either of you have picked it, so I think it's safe. But I also don't think any of you are going to pick any of my other songs also. So I think they're all safe. But if I'm going to put a number one overall favorite song, I'm actually picking Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. And it's got to yeah. be the live Madison Square Garden version. Like you just you took a left tackle in number one or number two overall. It's a good pick. I, I like it. I like it. Just don't let it be That's take long. Um, but yeah, like I love actually seventies rock, and I mean, like I said, that too. Like it's got to be the live versions. There's nothing better than like just live actual music, which we're all missing out on right now. And man, I mean, Jimmy Page, that solo on that guitar and he just shreds it. Oh my God. So that is my number one overall pick. Led Zeppelin stairway to heaven. You, you said it, you took a safe pick, but that's a left tackle. That's going to start for you for 10 years. Wow. Wow. Do I get the Tyler dabs on that one? Not go ahead. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me, Tyler. <laughs> All right. I guess. Well, <laughs> So do I get two picks here or how are we doing? Yes. Uh, snake draft. Yeah, sure. I don't know if we were doing snake or we were going back to the top. It doesn't matter to me. So the way I approach my favorite songs, I'm going to go country here. I kind of rearranged my draft order. There are a lot of songs that I can listen to over and over and over and over, but then I'm done with them forever. I approach this song, like a best friend that you can go like two months without talking to. Some songs are like friends that you see for like two months. You'll hang out a lot. Then they just disappear. Cause you don't want to be with them anymore. They get annoying. This song's something that every time it comes on, I get my sad boy on and you just got to sing along. I'm going with George Jones. who stopped loving her today. The best country song ever written. You neither solid of you know what pick. I'm talking about. No, no, well, very Jimmy, solid okay. pick. Very solid pick. I I tend to like the more like poppy country mm-hmm. songs, but Shock. you can't really go wrong with just like classic country. That's like probably top three greatest country songs ever. Also, I, mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. Zero at all. The Denardo, any pick other than mine right now, to it, I don't think I've ever heard. I definitely don't know what you're talking about 
So, and also to say, when I tell you, I, when I mentioned I like all kinds of genres, literally everything but country. So I'm out. That's yeah, that's probably right. So country, country is my favorite. Um, and like that classic country, you know, like anything really, George Jones, gonna be great. Like karaoke music too, like yeah. late night, yeah. drinking, sing some karaoke, especially that one. Like you're in a you're in a sad mood. It's one that and whiskey lullaby. I don't want to give away another pick, but that's that's a very sad mood song. <laughs> well, you might see a trend here, Jim. Because we're going with my second pick here. We're wrapping it around in the second round. Okay. We're we're getting out of country music here. Because I could have went with Garth Brooks. Could have went with George Strait. Could have went current. I'm going, and we're going to show some diversity here, fellas. We're going Fleetwood Mac landslide. All right. I have nothing bad to say about that. When that comes on in the bar and I'm just staring at my phone by myself and I'm the only one in there, I'll just I took it down. And just slowly get into it. Maybe you need to stop being the only guy at the bar. Well, that's the way I live. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, married friends. Back to Leonardo. Wow. Um, yeah. I, actually, that was that was pretty solid. I was not expecting Fleetwood Mac. You didn't expect Next. you didn't expect me to go with a female. Um, not not necessarily. I, I'll tell you, and I feel like I'm not going to say anything because there probably there's there's at least one of the songs that I know is coming up next. So I guess I was expecting them to be number more closer to one or two, but um. Okay, so now knowing that where this is headed, right? Knowing that you guys both love country, I feel very, very safe on my picks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I'm going to do is for my next song, number two, and again, it's a lot of nostalgia. It's just, you know, you see what I'm wearing right now, right? There's a little point of this, little 90s in, inside of me here. And, you know, I love new music too but it just doesn't hit the same way as i guess when you're in high school when you're a kid i don't know you know like just takes you back um no i also wasn't in high school when this came out but <laughs> also to preference that neither was i for led zeppelin's song but i'm gonna go for my number two i'm going with biggie ready to die that i mean just what a great song it's just a great song you know we're, we're, we're doing like whatever we feel our best songs are it's our favorite this is a great song also happens to be one of my favorites just what a flow i'm more of a biggie than a tupac guy if you want to ask um and yeah that's that's my number two i don't know you're putting together a strong mount rushmore i'm going for the kill you better prepare in summer man. jam <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, I will admit, Donardo's list definitely has more uh, more stay power. Like, more, it's definitely going to be the the the. It's not going anywhere. Whereas some of them might. Can you argue that Donardo is pandering for the graphic? I could. He's going uh, with the popular songs that people he will is. vote on. He is pandering, and uh, that's you why could, you could say that too. I'll say I was afraid of this because. <laughs> 
again, Tyler, knowing a little bit at least of your background, I was worried how you're going to go to, again, pander to the people. Because I'm, I'm going straight favorites. I'm not a panderer. You know, these aren't club hits that I'm going with. You know, these, most of these aren't karaoke songs. So I was actually worried the opposite way. But I, I am. I'm looking pretty strong. I got a pretty solid draft so far. We'll see. All right. So we'll I got we'll two picks now. We'll see how Twitter now. feels about Biggie. I've got two picks now. Yeah. So so as opposed to, to what Donardo says, I'm actually not a big hip-hop guy. Like, I'll listen to it, but when I was doing my genres, I was like, you know, which genre do I leave out? And hip-hop was the genre I left out just because I don't – I wouldn't put it there. So – so you're safe on all the hip hop if you got any hip hop out there that you still need to pick. Um, so I'm going to go with like kind of alternative rock, kind of as the next genre. Um, I my favorite band of all time is Linkin Park. Um, really disappointed that I didn't get to see them live, um, but uh, I'm going in the end by Linkin Park. <laughs> As my as my second pick, you cannot say that Jim is pantering. So that's my number two pick. Number uh, number three pick. That's a solid. We're gonna go. That's a solid. It's a good song. It's a good pick. I was um, actually toying with that pick. I'll put it out there. And that that I mean, Lincoln Park. That's my favorite band. So that's my my favorite song from my favorite band. Um, next one I went classic rock. So with classic rock. Um, I went with, again, a song more kind of just because of like nostalgia, really. It's a, it's, it's a great drinking song <laughs> that, 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 you know, me and my buddies drink to every time we hear it. And that is uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC. So literally put a that in game. there as well. That's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so that was, that's uh, my third pick, Thunderstruck. I don't hate it. I'd hate that pick. Lincoln Park. Yeah, that's solid. The, I like Lincoln Park, but the Lincoln Park that was favorites. good, especially when you said you said Lincoln Park and not knowing which direction you were going to go. Because I have a Lincoln Park song on my list. What I did is I kind of narrowed down like okay. top ten, and then from there I yeah. was kind of picking like my top four. There's a Lincoln Park song on my list. And I love Lincoln Park as well. And I actually did see them live actually a few times. Um, so how about that, Jim? <laughs> yeah, jealous. Jealous. Yeah, they're actually very, <laughs> very good. Um, not much of an ACDC guy, though. I mean, it's a good song. Not like, really it's a good either. song. Yeah. But as far as like classic rock and such, not much of ACDC. But I feel like you'll definitely get some likes on that one. I'm going right. back and forth on my fourth pick. So um, I'm, I've been going back and forth on like all my picks. I didn't really like master actual like top four. I just have all my songs and I'm kind of choosing them right now. Um, <laughs> so I, I know what I want to say for my number four and I'm toying with this number three. And again, I know neither of you are picking it, but it's just what it is. All right. So I guess I'm going to go. I'm going to go with this one. And I, I think it's just, I, I like the guy, but he's not one of my favorite artists, although he is a good artist. But like, you know, 
there's just that that one song he has that's just like amazing to me and it's fabulous is breathe i mean just that that track the way he flows on it like everything like i've never seen someone like just ride the beat as hard as he does on that one um i'm going with fabulous is breathe uh as my number three i'll be honest i have no idea what that is good finally now you feel yes, like i don't think i know the entire time <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that in my life. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to check that one out. All right. Yeah, I won't. So my number three pick. I have. I can't pander here. I got. I got to stay true to who I am here. My actual. This is actually probably my favorite song of all time. And what I do is I get drunk. I come home. I put it on YouTube, and I just watch covers of it. My number three pick is Tracy Chapman Fast Car. No reaction for that one. I would not have guessed that was your, your number that one. That is song. my all time favorite song. It's also a great one to just drive down the highway, like put it real low. You got a fast car. Sing along the whole way. Yeah, for me to interject here, I should have saw that coming. I totally forgot about you talking <sighs> about that. I remember you mentioned that on Duro's dugout actually a few times, just out of discussion. I should have said saw that one coming. Now I definitely know what number four is. <laughs> I don't know what my number four is. I know what my number four is. I've, see, this is one I've been stuck on, on all day. Um, you know what? We're gonna pander a little bit here, boys. We're going Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. We're just going to wrap another, it up with that. We got awesome we're gonna karaoke hit, song. We're going to finish it with a karaoke song, like Jim said, and we're just going to put the nail in the board. I could have went with other things that I might like more, but find the graphic here. I'm here to win. Yeah, that song's great. That song's great. And, uh, if you've ever seen him perform that live too, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah the la- super, last super verse. Yeah, yeah, you got the the <laughs> secret verse. Yeah, it's perfect. Great song. I Actually, like- probably not even my favorite Garth song, if I'm being honest. But yeah, again, like I'm not big in country, but I definitely know that song. I've sang that song, and I feel like if right now, if anyone was undecided, that's probably going to win you some some picks right there that's a real solid number four i had to do it you I gotta come out swinging bitch. you are definitely pandering there <laughs> oh 100 I, I just said it's not even my favorite garth brooks song i'd probably i would probably go that summer if i was going or the dance or beaches of cheyenne i don't know yet oh okay i don't know i don't know if the what dance would get you the votes it wouldn't that's why i went yeah what i went with tough i like it so i guess i'm up um so i'm gonna go away from hip-hop here is my number four maybe it's a little pandering maybe i'm trying to screw up with some other genres as well but this also again goes back to the 90s a great 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 band one of my favorite songs um so it's not again it is true to me it's it's legit but I'm going to go with Oasis, Stop Crying Your Heart Out. 
Interesting. So Wonderwall, that's good. I, I'm taking it. I am. I'm picking it over Wonderwall just because, I mean, it's a great song too. Like, I love that song also. But I think it's because that was played. Wonderwall so would have got you more votes. It probably would, but I think that I think the name of Oasis might also. I think that's keeping you safe. But well, yeah, like, Garth, something about so. Wonderwall also again, great, 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 great song. But again, that I think that was played. That was like very mainstream. Where this was kind of back, laying tight and low. That um, I really, really enjoy it. So. Wow. I went with the female vote, and I got Fleetwood Max. So I'm getting that. Should I went with um, Shania Twain? Some Britney Spears. Shania, <laughs> go with some Shania. Yeah, all right. Shania would have done it. Okay, Mr. so uh, Mister Relevant. So my last category is pop. I went with pop, and kind of on the same lines that um, the Tyler went. Um, it's a song where you hear it come on at the bar. You hear it come on karaoke. And I don't care, like you're you're lying to yourself if you don't sing along to this song and just like and love it. But I'm going Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Oh Jesus. Party in the USA. And there it is. There's the female. <laughs> that is honestly that is the twenty five and under crowd on that one too. Yeah, that's my go-to karaoke song, honestly. Like, at the end of the night, I, I sing that song. I, I crush it, too. Do I know every word of that song? Absolutely. Do <laughs> Everybody like does. No. See, you're lying, though. <laughs> you're lying. You do like it. You know what? I used to do uh, karaoke a lot, George Michaels. That's not surprising. But it, you, don't, you don't do it right unless you, you screamo it. <laughs> Right. I would, uh, yeah, I would tend to scream out some George Michaels. Does anybody have any honorable mentions that didn't make it on the board? Yeah, about 150. (laughs) So the last round, I wanted to go Pearl Jam, Just Breathe. Ooh. But I decided to pander a little bit. I mean, I'll tell you, yeah, like the rest of my list, some, some honorable mentions. So I was stuck between... Fabulous is Breathe. I was still debating on Connie West Diamonds, Jay Z's Renegade. Other songs I do have in here, though uh, Three Doors Down, Loser, also like one of my favorite songs. Um, th- this was more of a pander. It's not, I couldn't say it's like one of my favorite, but it's a great song. And like Usher's Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. You know, but I felt like that's too. That's no one's really favorite song. It's just a great club song. Yeah. And then um Nobody dislikes that song. Right. Right. <laughs> the Lincoln Park song I was gonna go with though, Jim, was numb. That would have probably been choice number two for me. Yeah. I love that second album of theirs. But of course I also love the first one and most of the rest of theirs. Another one of my honorable mentions that I debated on was Sublime Santeria. Mm. Didn't know Pretty if good. it would hang up on the graphic. No, that would have gone. I think that would have gone over well. Yeah, would have gone over better than Garth Brooks. Maybe I don't know. 
don't know. We'll see. We'll find out what kind of following North Shore Nine has, and I'm gonna ha- I might have to adjust <laughs> going forward. We might have to revisit this. Well, you guys better retweet it then. Get your followers up and on it. So I was gonna say pander so to, with me. Pander to the people. So with me, you know, I had my genres that I was going with. If I was gonna do a hip hop genre, again, I'm not a big hip hop guy, but I do love um, Lil Dicky. <laughs> so I would have, uh, I would have gone with some kind of Lil Dicky song, probably Brain. And that would have done real well with Jim's followers. He's got a lot of them. <laughs> If, if it's based on anyone that's that's uh, blocked me, I'm guessing they don't listen to Lil Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is fun. I, my issue with this, too, was just like I said, it's just so broad. We might even like four like, songs. Yeah, if we do it something else, maybe like cut it down by four different categories that we have to pick. Yeah. That's why, like I said, it was just so difficult for me because it's just like, man, like four of my favorite songs, like my four, I, I don't know. I can't do my It's like saying, it's, it's like saying what's your day. four, yeah, it's like saying what's your four favorite movies. I don't even know if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, next, tune in next week for our four favorite movies. Next, yeah. <laughs> four favorite movie villains. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. So we will put those lists together. I guess we're going to put it out on the uh, the Twitter sphere. And uh, people are going to vote on whose list is the best. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. All right. Well, make sure you vote for mine, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait till they vote for Summer Jam. Why don't you listen to Summer Jam before you vote? And then you'll be like, you know what? This song this song is awesome. Can't wait to go to the beach and listen to Morgan Wallen. Also good. Quick question. Oh, off, sucks. Off the top of the dome right here, too. What were your class songs? And did you like them? Mine was, songs? Some, mine was something by Skillet. Do you I don't remember what it was, though. I don't know if we had a class song. If we did, I forget it. Well then, never mind. Um, we'll move on. I think mine was mine was actually these nights. I think by Skillet. I don't know why that. Skillet. I just remembered that. Jeez. Yeah. All right, we're definitely moving yeah. on. <laughs> it was actually Young Wild. No idea what mine was. I don't know if we had one. I really don't know if we had one. All right. So, are we moving on to uh, the mailbag now? Bring it. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. So our first question goes out to Tyler Herney. I'm sorry, Herney. I forgot the L on there. Um, so yes, he asks, should they, of course, they being the Pirates, should they pick up Chris Archer's option? And do you think they will? So should they? I think the answer to that is no. And... Do I think they will? I think also the answer to that is no. A um, couple of reasons. It's an $11 million option. $11 million for a guy who, first off, hasn't been able to stay healthy when he is on the mound. And then when he is healthy on the mound, he hasn't been able to perform. This seems not spending $11 million on Chris Archer. He's not worth $11 million. 
he would not sign a contract for $11 million if he were a free agent out on the market. So do I think there's a chance Chris Archer is a pirate next year? I do, but not from picking up that option. Yeah, I'm with Jim. I don't see any way they pick up that option. That's There's just no reason to do it. He'd be the highest paid pirate. And coming off of that injury, there's no reason to do so. And I actually do agree with Jim that there's – I would say there's a better than none chance that he is back as a pirate, but not for $11 million. Hmm. Okay, so you guys are more prefacing that there's a chance he will be the pirates, but the the chance of a pick of the option to do it are just – it's not the window. That's done. If he, if he is back him. with the pirates, it's not going to be because of the option. Okay. It's not going to be because they picked it up. Got you. Okay, and I was going to actually go off a little bit off this question as well. So I guess what I want to ask you two is understanding like what – I mean, obviously he's injured, right? But like the potential that Chris Archer could present, would you rather pick up that $11 million? Because, again, the Pirates are just – it's a gamble. It's a straight gamble. If you pick him up for $11 million, you could net something return because he comes back to form. Maybe he's in the bullpen. He looks amazing, right? Do you play with that $11 million on Chris Archer, or would you rather spend that $1 million on free some type of free agent out there not named Chris Archer that might not have the upside like him? I think if you're going to spend the $11 million, which I also don't think they have any intention on doing, but if you're going to spend the $11 million, it is better spent on someone who is not Chris Archer. Right. If it was an open wallet and – I didn't have any, and it had nothing to do with money. I'd say pick up the option and see what happens, but unfortunately, it's not. So there's just knowing the pirates, there's no way they pick that up. And really, when you look at it, there's no reason they should. And the reason why they they wouldn't and why they shouldn't is even if you like Chris Archer and you want him on this team in 2021, you can pay the two hundred fifty thousand dollar buyout, sign him to a one year deal for. Four million dollars, and you're still going to pay him more money than anybody else out there is. So um, there's not going to be much of a market for a Chris Archer free agent deal out there. Um, so if you want him, you can get him, and you're going to be able to get him for well less than eleven million. Yep, I'm with you. So what do you think the odds and chances are that Chris Archer is back? If you're a gambling man. What are you setting it at? What's the oh. over under? Twenty percent. 30, maybe. Yeah, I would say right around probably 30% chance he's back. All right, good deal. I like it. All right, so our next question comes from none other than our boy Ethan. Uh, So Ethan, oh, by the way, our boy Ethan, week one Jeopardy champ. Who gets let go to get to 40 in a week or two? So basically, who's getting cut? To get to our forty-man roster, can I take that one? Go ahead. Throw Tom. a throw a dart at the roster and pick one. Who cares? Take like five guys and roll them out. Take them off that board and then just throw a dart. Pick one of them. Who cares? And see, Ethan, that's how you become the smartest pirate fan. That's how you do it. <laughs> I couldn't so even what? name. I couldn't so, even name you thirty through forty. So they need to. So what was the question? They need to drop two people, right? 
that it? I don't know. How many darts do I have? I'll throw two. No, is that what they need to do? They, they they need to drop two people, right? I don't. So that know. sounds about right. I didn't research because I was more producer role tonight. So okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, I That's didn't. I didn't do the research. Shop. I didn't do the research either. But looking at the forty man roster, I'm looking at this thing. One person pops up, and and it's just because I've never seen his name before, and I just realized that he was claimed off waivers at the end of the year and never pitched in a game. He's 26 years old, and he looks pretty terrible. But I'm going to say Sean Poppin is a pretty good candidate. <laughs> Sean Poppin, right-handed pitcher. <laughs> um, I think he's a very good candidate. I think. Um, uh, Nevaraskis. I'm tired of that dude. So I think Nevaraskis is certainly a candidate. I think. Oh, is JT Riddle still on the team? No, JT Riddle is not on the team. But uh, I think let's keep rolling down the guys we hate. Oh. I'm, I'm looking at Sean Poppin. Davidus Navaraskis. Um, I think somebody like Carson Fulmer, who's back on the team, is another guy. Um, Austin Davis is another candidate. Is Isn't that a candidate. quarterback that used to play for the Browns? Yeah, probably. Tyler, ba- <laughs> Tyler Bashler. So there's all these guys. Nick Turley. You know, Nick Turley. Don Poppin. Throw a dart. There's there's five or six relief pitching arms on this list that they they do not need shape or form on their roster. So pick yeah, pick one of those guys. If I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sean Poppin and I'm gonna say Austin Davis. Telling you what if people were just tuning in, they think they're watching Netflix and Moneyball. Just pick one. Get rid of them. Tyler Bachelor, probably another guy who will not be on this team comes from training. Throw a dart. So there you go, Ethan. Type up your article. There's your information. Everything you need. <laughs> there you go. Just, just you give go. us the figures. That'll be the trade-off. <laughs> give us the figures. We give yeah. you the names. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think any of those guys I just named are excellent DFA candidates. You probably name another ten. What about Trevor Williams? I don't think Trevor Williams gets DFA'd yet. I think he. I mean, I do think he's a non-tender candidate, but I don't. I don't know if he's necessarily designated for assignment. Cool. Cool. Just way other, way more. Candidates to just DFA. Right. Well, that was all the questions for this week. Okay. Well, that was it. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> that's for, <our> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, no. So uh, thanks for, thanks for listening guys. Um, Thursday night, next week, we'll be back on with another NS nine live. By that point, we should have a World Series champion. Um, Tuesday, Donardo's dugout. Wednesday, Starbucks. Look for those next week as well. 
I don't think we're going to be having a podcast this weekend. No, not this weekend. Nope. No, but if you not haven't this listened, weekend, to it, go we'll check have, it out. Yeah, if you haven't listened to Sunday's podcast, check that out. Um, real solid interview there about the 1960 Pirates. Um, where, uh, yeah, so make sure you check that out. Um, and then I said, we'll be back Tuesday for Donato's Dugout, Wednesday, Starbucks, and it's nine live next week. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? Give us some recommendations on the next Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I like so that. if you got any ideas, yeah, any ideas out there as far as the next Mount Rushmore for you guys to vote on, um, tweet that to at North Shore 9. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll do another one of these next week. And also, just about there, so two weeks from tonight will be our next installment of NS9 Jeopardy. So if you do want to be a contestant, I don't know why I said it like that, but if you also want to be a contestant, go ahead and let us know. Tweet at us. We need three people in two weeks to come on. Um, Again, really, the rules are basically you have to be available at 9 o'clock Thursday night and have Zoom. So that's it. (laughs) All right. Come on. Test your knowledge. Ethan's already a first-week champion, and we have – Last year's, I don't know, what are you, oh, the, the, the smartest Pirates fan, the winner of it all, Tyler, on the show. So, oh. yeah, let us know. We'll get you on in two weeks. Other than that, I guess we're out of here. So, bye-bye. See you, guys. Peace out for Scouts.